Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Everyone, welcome to the show. So 29-year-old California resident Edward Bedallion had traveled to D.C. with his friends and also now convicted January 6 convicts, some of them uh, like felon Daniel Rodriguez. Rodriguez, you guys might remember, he was the one who tasered Officer Michael Fanon numerous times. Well, prior to January 6, Bedallion created a telegram group that was called Patriots MAGA Gang. He and others in this group chat would conspire. They were, um, you know, using violent rhetoric and talking about keeping Donald Trump in office. Bedallion posted very violent memes. He called for Biden and others to be arrested and or executed for treason. Bedallion also talked of watering the tree of liberty with the blood of tyrants. And he said, quote, at this point, I'd rather have the revolution break out and have China attack than keep this all peaceful. Use the Second Amendment or lose it. Bedallion also expressed his agreement with contesting the electoral vote count. He also very much showed an understanding of the certification process that was going to take place on January 6th. In addition, he physically trained for violence, and he encouraged others in his group to do the same. In late November of 2020, Bedallion wrote, quote, I really do think we need a dedicated eight or 10 man squad with practiced maneuvers and formations and going to paintball this Sunday could be a great way to practice such things. Well, in the lead up to January 6th, Bedallion posted things like, quote, paintball, one last group training before DC. We need to know how to fight together while under fire. Also, quote, all our recreation should pertain to this war. And quote, we need to violently remove traitors. And if they are in key positions, rapidly replace them with able-bodied patriots. Now, one thing that's funny is that when his friend who tasered Officer Fanon, when he spoke with the FBI, they asked him about these trainings, these paintball exercises they did together. And he said that at one point, Bedallion told him, you go, go on, I'm going to cover you. And then he said as soon as he stuck his head up, he got shot in the face with a paintball. So <laughs> he said he knew, yeah, th this isn't really going to work. So anyway, um, following Trump's infamous Be There Will Be Wild tweet, Bedallion then ramped up the pressure to try to get more members of the group to go to D.C. And he told them, quote, Trump is calling on us. We must put our differences aside and fight. And Bedallion shared details about how and when he thought that Trump would invoke the Insurrection Act and then they would in turn act. Um, Bedallion also gathered weapons. He got tactical gear for January 6th, and they say that he did actually take a pistol with him to D.C., although it doesn't seem that he took it onto the Capitol grounds, but he definitely took it to his hotel. Um, on January 6th, Bedallion and Rodriguez headed to the Capitol. Um, this was after Trump's speech, and Bedallion was seen cheering uh, as others were fighting and pushing against the police in the Lower West Terrace Tunnel. 
To his credit, Bedalion stopped a man who was trying to break a Capitol window. Um, sometime later, though, he was seen entering the Capitol through that very same window, which had ultimately been shattered by the mob. And while he was inside the building, he saw his friend Rodriguez breaking another window, and he saw other people in there breaking apart furniture, and he said nothing. Now, eventually, Bedalion and the others were forced out of the Capitol by the police, and Bedalion immediately started to do damage control. He tried to paint himself as a hero, of course, who protected the Capitol. In the days that followed, Bedalion was interviewed on Infowars, and he told the audience how he had stopped the man who was trying to break the Capitol window. He conveniently left out the fact that he entered that same window <laughs> when it was broken and how he witnessed others destroying government property. And after he returned to California from D.C., Bedalion and some of his co-conspirators got together and they were discussing plans to delete evidence off of their devices and to move everything to a hard drive. Bedalion also tried to provide a cover story in their Telegram group, so he must have gotten a little nervous because he wrote, quote, two choices, guys. Either you stop acting like we are criminals or I'm deleting the group. We didn't do anything wrong. Simply being on Capitol grounds isn't illegal. We didn't break anything or hurt anyone. So he knew this wasn't true when he wrote that because Rodriguez had messaged the group and said that he tasered officers. He said, tasered the F out of the blue. And then he also, like I said, he saw Rodriguez breaking a window and he knew that they illegally entered the building. Bedalion also got a new phone. He got a new phone number, even more importantly, um, you know, it shows consciousness of guilt. So that happened about a month after the Capitol attack. His efforts were futile, though, because they were already searching for Rodriguez, and he ended up leading them back to Bedalion. So Bedalion was arrested in November of 2021, and in a superseding indictment, he was charged with conspiracy, obstructing an official proceeding, tampering with documents, and entering a restricted building or grounds. Bedalion refused a plea deal. He opted for a bench trial, and in April of 2023, he was convicted on all counts, with the exception of the tampering with documents. U.S. District Judge Amy Berman Jackson presided over Bedalion's trial, and she found that he made many false statements under oath. And before rendering her verdict, the judge described him as a, quote, very self-satisfied young man impressed with his own intelligence and strategic acumen. <laughs> and then the judge told him, quote, no, Mr. Bedalion, the Constitution does not give you the right to arrest the House Speaker. Judge Berman Jackson also referred to Bedalion as, quote, Mr. Back the Blue. So that was when she was calling him out for failing to turn in his friend Rodriguez, also for his encouragement of others as they were attacking the police. Um, and then the judge also likened Bedalion's paintball training exercises to, quote, two little boys playing war. <laughs> and she called it, quote, incredibly immature. <laughs> but she said, nevertheless, I mean, their intentions were dangerous. Um, it was also noted in his sentencing memo that Bedalion had texted an ex-girlfriend during his trial 
while his trial's going down, he's texting this ex and he was complaining about the testimony of one of his alleged co-conspirators. The ex-girlfriend then reached out to that witness and started harassing her. So this is Gina Bisignano who was testifying. And so the girlfriend reached out to Bisignano and was harassing her. So based on the felony obstruction conviction, um, Bedalian faced up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation and 250,000 in fines. This time, the prosecutor actually asked for a legitimate sentence. The government requested 121 months in prison, three years of probation and 2000 in restitution. So just over 10 years. I couldn't locate any quotes from the sentencing hearing, but Bedalian was sentenced to 51 months in prison, three years of probation and 2000 in restitution. So a decent sentence. Uh, Bedalian will have more than four years, apparently, you know, to sit and ponder his brilliance, his strategic acumen, I guess. I will let you know when and if I hear more about Bedalian. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like, share and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.